as a psychotherapist, I, I struggle with the notion that what I'm actually involved in is mental health. And I, I kind of struggle with that concept around mental health because it almost implies that the people that I work with are mentally ill. And when I think of the people that I'm working with, I find it really impossible to kind of go to that place where I regard them in that way. I think instead of that, we're all kind of struggling with the human condition. We're all kind of struggling with our own respective histories and experiences and how they've impacted us. But for the most part, and I mean like overwhelmingly so, if not in all cases, when people come to me and think they might be crazy, what we eventually discover is that far from being crazy, that in actual fact, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense as to why this thing that keeps showing up, that gets in our way, why it does. And I just wanted to use this podcast just to kind of give a, an analogy, if you like. And it's not the most fitting analogy in all circumstances, but just a metaphor, really, to understand what I mean when I say that I don't actually think people are crazy. I think people are smart and they've, they've done things and they've brought things into being which make absolute sense, which, if anything, are an act of genius. Let's just imagine that, say, you were brought up in a police state. So one of those countries where it's a real police state, maybe there's a dictator in charge and maybe there's lots and lots of secret policemen. And you don't quite know where they are, but they're everywhere and they're watching. And let's say that this dictatorship installed some really strange rules. Maybe laughter was a really punishable offence. So I don't know, if you saw something and you found it funny and you laughed, then that would be punishable in some really harsh way under this dictatorship. And maybe, maybe there were some other strange rules as well. Maybe there was a specified walk. Maybe everyone who walked, as they walked, had to really swing their arms forward and back in a very exaggerated fashion. And anybody who didn't do that, one of these secret police would spot you and again you'd be punished very harshly. And then when you're about 20, having been brought up in this situation, where you're not allowed to laugh and you have to walk in a very exaggerated, arm-swingy manner, you somehow manage to move elsewhere where that closed society's rules are no longer in place, where that dictatorship isn't there anymore because you've gone somewhere else and you're living in a very different kind of society. And what you notice about yourself is that everyone around you is laughing quite freely. They're going to comedy shows. They're actually, they've actually got a whole cultural genre which is dedicated to try and make people laugh. And this is very difficult for you to do. It's very difficult for you to join in with. And also people kind of look at you in the street because you've got kind of a strange walk. 
that when you're walking down the street, you notice everyone else is walking quite relaxed and their arms are sort of hung by their sides. And yet your arms are flapping about. In fact, some people even find a fence and take you to task over it. Now, if that was the case, is that a sign of craziness that you won't laugh? Is that a sign of craziness that you swing your arms when you walk? Or is that your kind of outdated genius, if you like? Is that the fact that when you were in the dictatorship, you realised that you best not bloody well laugh? And so you decided not to and you got really good at it. To the point where now you're in this other society where it's okay to laugh, it still feels really difficult to overcome that old programming and feel safe laughing. Because you've seen so many people who did laugh, who got punished, maybe even got punished yourself within this dictatorship, you know, for seeing something and letting out an involuntary chuckle. And so now, even though everyone around you is laughing, it's going to be very difficult for you too, isn't it? And is that really a sign of craziness or does that make absolute sense? Does that make total sense that you might find it difficult to allow yourself to laugh, that it might not feel safe to let out a chuckle? Because to me, that doesn't sound crazy. That sounds smart. That sounds like somebody who grew up within a particular set of rules in that dictatorship, in that police state that they originally grew up with before they changed country and changed society. In that environment, it sounds really smart, doesn't it? And so the problem is, it's hardly ever a question of crazy. The question is more, this made sense. You were a genius. You were really smart to figure out how to get by in that environment. And now you're in a different environment and it's getting in the way of the pleasure of life. Because now you're allowed to laugh. You're not in the police state anymore. And it'd be lovely to kind of join in with everyone else and start laughing. But there's a barrier to that, a very understandable barrier to letting yourself go and laughing. It doesn't quite feel safe yet. And so I always have a kind of, uh, I don't know, I kind of rankle in some ways around the idea that as a psychotherapist, I'm involved in mental health with all the implications that that must mean I'm also dealing with mental illness. Because this doesn't sound like an illness, does it? This sounds like a genius. This sounds like somebody who has been super, super smart in figuring out their environment and figuring out what they need to do to stay safe. And I raise that as a metaphor, really, because we've all got our own experiences. We've all got our own histories. We've all got our own situations in terms of stuff that's happened in our lives. And we've all done this in the same way. I mean, a dictatorship, of course, I, I use as quite an extreme metaphor, but we've all done this to an extent, haven't we? We've all figured out the rules of engagement about how best to get praise, how best to avoid criticism and disapproval and punishment and harshness, how best to get by in the environment that we were in. And so if we've done that, and we must have done, wasn't we, because we've gotten this far, then that, that's not a sign of something that's ill or crazy. That's a sign of real smarts, real, uh, real genius. And so 
I think that's a helpful way of thinking about this stuff, that the stuff that we struggle with actually makes sense. And so when I'm working with someone, I always start from that standpoint of just assuming that whatever is getting in the way for the person absolutely makes sense. And then our work is to get to the point where it's just not needed anymore. Because if it's getting in the way, then what, what normally is the case is that there's something that was useful then that is now getting in the way. And so the work isn't about going from a place of illness or going from a place of crazy. It's going from a place of genius to using that exact same genius to get into a position where we can drop that thing that we no longer need and so enjoy life better. And so I just wanted to throw that out there really because I often have this kind of rankle, as I say, about the idea of mental health, mental illness, am I crazy? Because the people that I work with, pretty much to a person, they make sense. And I'm guessing that the struggle that you're facing, the thing that you want to let go of, the thing that you wish was different, I'm guessing that makes sense too. And so once you understand how it has made sense and that it's no longer useful, you can then be in a position to let that go and adopt a different set of thinking, a different set of behaviours, a different set of beliefs that are more in tune with this new, new situation that you're in now, rather than the situation that you were in when you first formed them genius set of responses. So if you find this helpful, then please share it because I think that distinction might help people and might help people understand that the thing that they're struggling with is actually, is actually part, of their, uh, part of their strength, really. It's a sign of their strength and abilities and resources and genius. And that in itself might just be a helpful reframe. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, then you can do. It's free from wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get the videos at a sliceoftherapy.com and you can work with me, Alan Parry, at the Liverpool Psychotherapy Practice. And you can find that at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. So thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow.